0: Hello and welcome to Trax Brighton's Premier Music Podcast. I'm Tim.
1: And I'm Harry.
0: And this is episode number 39, which forms part two of our Trax Awards 2016.
1: Oh, it sounds so big when you say it.
0: Cause it is big. <laughs> this is prestigious and glamorous and the trophies are gleaming in the corners, ready to be handed out. Red carpet's down. Yeah. And the artists are literally foaming at the mouths wanting to get hold of these Um, we've already handed out three three? yeah we've handed out three see we're losing count already (laughs) but we have in the previous episode so if you haven't listened to that do go and check it out Uh, those awards were best live performance of the year best album artwork of the year and best newcomer of the year those three are done and today it is best song of the year a biggie a big big biggie. So really Bigger bigger. So really we should just get into it. Let's do that. See you on the flip side. We shall. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> hate listening to that, mate. <laughs> we shall. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. So Harry. Song of the year.
1: Indeed. How
0: difficult have you found this? It was
1: ridiculous. (laughs) It was (laughs) ridiculous. Going into it, I thought, um, yeah, no, I've got my five. And then you start to really look over the year, which is quite a long long time. Yeah. Um, And then you realise you have about 40. After thinking, you know what, there can't be that many. But there's just too many.
0: Yeah. So to uh, fill you listeners in, we're going to do a top 10 yeah. of which five have been picked by Harry and five have been picked by me. Although there's also a couple in there that were kind of joint picks, got in both of our top five and have therefore uh, one of us has only kept them. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. But when I, I kind of uh, went through and did like a long list yeah. and then I sat there with the pen and paper and wrote out the ones that were potentially making it into the top five thinking as I was doing it okay I'm cutting this down and then that list was 11 songs it's like that's more than double what I can get Um, so we both cut out pieces of paper wrote the names on and then kind of visually ordered them
1: which felt quite fancy at the time I quite like writing on bits of paper
0: yeah we felt like uh, well
1: I really wanted to write down a bit of paper and kind of slide it across to you (laughs) like like they did in the movies just because that would have felt even cooler
0: you could have done that I will do it
1: there you go Hmm. (laughs) that was worth it I love that
0: that was and again a very uh, audio friendly (laughs) little feature there so as we said we have both picked five songs which means that we need to find a way of deciding who picks the number one we do we cannot both possibly pick the number one so how it's going to work we're going to play rock paper scissors against each other which we know you listeners love you hear it all the time. Yeah. When you do Rock, Paper, Scissors,
1: it's the best. <laughs> Hang on a minute. They've started the show and they haven't done Rock, Paper, Scissors. What's happening?
0: Exactly. Um, and basically, whoever wins this game of Rock, Paper, Scissors will pick the number one song of the year. Yep. And then the loser will be the person who picks number one album of the year. Yeah. Is that what we're doing?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of a... Even if you lose, it's a good yeah. thing, really. There's no
0: winner or loser. We're just, it's a compromise. Yeah. So everyone is hopefully happy. Although, as we're doing song yeah. today, I somehow feel like really intensely that I want to win song.
1: Okay. It's funny because I want to win album. So.
0: Oh, we could have just had this conversation <laughs> before, but it's too late. We're doing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. No, actually I don't actually I've changed my mind I don't want you to get album because I know what you'll make it and I don't want it to be no
1: because I think you're wrong on what you think I'll make it ok which is interesting
0: well we'll save that for next week <laughs> <laughs> but for now rock paper scissors
1: yep ok I'm going left handed so you're um, going left handed why on earth are you doing that Um, just feel
0: like it One, two, three, show yeah Right. One, two, two three, three show. show I've won oh shit am I happy about that <laughs>
1: yeah you gotta be why have you said oh shit you said you wanted album yeah I know but I still don't like losing
0: (laughs) would you rather swap no no I'm good now okay I I now feel (laughs) full of regret about last week's episodes can we go back and retrospectively award Kane Strang newcomer of the year
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't because he
0: was going to win album of the year there's a little spoiler yeah how frustrating but anyway (laughs) So it's gonna be Harry up first uh, with number ten song of the year. But before we get there, uh, there really are a few tunes, a number of tunes that like didn't make our either of our top fives, but we absolutely love,
1: yeah.
0: and it just feels so tragic that they haven't made the cut. So we're gonna do like a little medley for you guys while well, Harry is in the edit room um, of like the songs that were so close but yet so far
1: yeah and considering most people are doing top 50s you know yeah. these, these are up there
0: well this oh. is probably going to end up being a top 20 because I think I've got yeah. five that I want in the medley
1: and I'm not doing 40 a 40 song medley <laughs>
0: <laughs> no you're going to do a 10 song medley yeah. we'll do five each in the medley too that's a good compromise yeah Okay.
1: okie dokie right. should we take that away then
0: take it away I swear someone is leaving messages for me. Toby, Jakey and Kelly to Bingle
1: and all the kids And to all of the friendly faces And to all of the family ties And to all of my enemies, hate you to stand here and watch you be down and crash,
0: bang,
1: parties in LA please baby no more parties in LA huh no more parties in LA please baby no more parties in LA uh no more los angeles please shake that body party that body shake that body party that body shake that body party that body hey baby you forget your rap I used to know this nigga Sonic, who was ironically dark, never consumed by the money but selling and in the park, became a main habit of kids. Bagging a pith, corner copy, is quoting a man, he was blagging a myth. It wasn't simple, simpler than previous. Maturity was lacking and he was never mischievous. leaving us was closer, only relevant if leaving us. He was too afraid, so we stayed forced to believe in trust. Honestly was the commodity he'd never possessed. Never the Drift away with silver faces
0: Whip in an ice cold sweat And my skin starts to creep. You're hovering above my bed looking down on me Haunted half sound effects
1: Dracula Can I tell you I hope the sack is full up I'm fucking oh I'm fucked up Spend it when I get that I ain't trying to keep you, can't keep up a
0: conversation Can't nobody read you, Why your eyes well up Did you call me from a seance, you were from my past life Hope you're doing well bro I've
1: been out here head first, always like the head first Signal coming in and out Cars that can't be seen
0: Bloody hell, how good was that?
1: I, I think none of them are in the top ten.
0: I know, I mean you guys must be so excited now for what is to come because if those incredible, incredible tracks haven't made the cut then what has must be.
1: I tell you what, sorry but here's a question. Do you think tracks listeners after listening to 30-odd, 40-odd episodes of Us would be able to guess our top 10.
0: Okay, so now that I know the order, number five, they will definitely know is going to be in there. Yeah. Um, Number one and two have been... Sorry, number one and three, so I'm looking at mine, which are number one, three, five, seven, and nine. Number one and three, we've only briefly discussed before. Yeah. So I think they might be a bit of a surprise. Number seven is going to blow people's absolute heads off.
1: Yeah, I don't think I know who that is.
0: And number nine... Again,
1: briefly mentioned once. So I'm going to say no. Well, I'm going to say that at least four of my five people would probably guess from me. If they've listened to tracks. You predictable bugger. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't give a shit. Um,
0: okay Anyway So, so
1: Let's not first, speculate
0: any longer You're up first With number 10
1: Okay Number 10
0: It's good as well Because we're sat like A bit further away than normal And I haven't got my glasses on So I literally can't read What your papers say So like
1: Quite excited I don't know <laughs> I've forgotten what you think. <laughs> I don't want to read yours So Number 10 Of 2016 We have No Woman By Whitney A
0: track's favourite Yep
1: Mentioned in the last episode too. Mentioned in the last episode. We've done an episode on them. They've we've found them within tracks. Um, for me, they're quite a um, they're a, a big like 2016 discovery. Yeah, and this is my favourite song of the album, and I think yours is Golden Days. Mm. Am I right? It is, yeah. and that was a very very close second, but this is the one that I have found myself playing constantly. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's only, great. that's only since August, I think, that, we've, uh, that we have had Dan on and we, yeah. we learned about this band. But um, just looking around, we found that they're, they're quite loved, aren't they? Yeah,
0: it was, that was quite exciting to find out. So in the prep for this, we looked at loads of um, lists, obviously, to make sure we hadn't forgotten anything. Mm. Um, and yeah, not only had they made quite a lot of lists of like top albums and songs of the year, but in a lot of comment sections, a lot of people saying they wanted them higher up various people's lists so we might get the same comments because they're only number 10
1: yeah sadly but we've got them in there yeah and I'm glad we did that and we genuinely love them we do absolutely love them so yeah No Woman by Whitney okay So we have Whitney there at number 10 which means Tim number 9 from you please
0: Okay my first pick which um, comes from an artist who was discussed in the last episode a nominee for um, artwork of the year Yep It's Kate Tempest Uh, This year she brought out her second album Let Them Eat Chaos which is incredible and as 2016 amongst being many things is the year of Brexit yeah. There's a certain song that feels Really quite poignant As we kind of look back on it from this uh, Viewpoint And it was the first song that came out From the album which I I have a feeling might have potentially Just slipped out at the very end of 2015 mm. But I think to all intents and purposes a 2016 song and that is why it's made it Into the top 10 songs of the year It's called Europe is Lost it's kate tempest it's probably i think the most potent uh political piece of music that's come out in the last 30 years uh she's an incredible artist kind of spans you know very much a hip-hop type artist but she's a spoken word poet really um to music she's incredible talent One thing I would like to mention, actually, which I'm really, really, really excited for, is next year's Brighton Festival. She's the guest curator, Kate Brighton Festival? Brighton Festival, like the fringe thing. Ah, okay, of course. She's our guest curator, which is going to be amazing. So she kind of is going to bring loads of things that she loves down to Brighton um, in 2017. So I think next year she's also going to be a really exciting artist for us. And this song's just brilliant. I don't think it needs much introduction, just listen to it, listen to the lyrics, and think about what a weird year 2016 has been. Kate Tempest, Europe is lost. I bloody love that. Juicy. Juicy as all hell. Um so first two. We <laughs> I'm finding this so stressful. We're twenty per cent of the way through our top ten. It Harry. Is. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: It's down to you to serve up
1: number Numero eight eight Not a number. Um so I have Timeless by James Blake. Again, a bit of a theme here. We have talked about James Blake, but this is going to happen. Timeless, easily one of like top three favorite songs from his album in 2016. And funnily enough, um, I, I don't know about you, but little spoiler here. I had at the beginning of the year, knowing he was bringing an album out, I assumed he would be in my top five and I don't really think it is. The full album, no. Um, yeah, as much as I love it, it's just. I mean, we'll talk about this later, but it's just been quite a big year for music. I think every year is a big year for music, and it I? is. But every time I go into it, I always think, "Nah, what can what can really happen this year <laughs> that can beat last year?" Yeah. So and it just kind of does; it progresses, but timeless is up there with um, one of my favorite songs of this year. Yeah. And he does this. Um, this isn't the version I am doing, but he brought it out as a single. Uh, I think in September, and there's a cover with Vince Staples that he does, which is what he actually performed at Glastonbury when yep. Vince Staples turned up, and that is a whole new kind of take on the song, and it's really, really brilliant. And it just kind of like he said before in interviews that James Blake likes to dabble with hip hop, and a lot of his um, he's he's like classically trained, but he's one of his big loves is hip hop,
0: and he's also very much in that kind of world now. You know, he's a, yeah. he's a big player. Big Baller. Yeah, he's got a whole song know, on Beyonce's yeah, album. Yeah, he's like featuring everything. You know? Yeah,
1: which is pretty incredible. Yeah. But Timeless, this song will be Timeless. Yeah. It's got an amazing drop in it. It blows you away. Yeah.
0: It's by no means my favourite song on the album. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of it, but it wouldn't have been my first pick no. from it. But at the same time, um, you know, again, without wanting to retread old ground, when we saw James Blake this year, there, like yeah, that a is a bit. very vivid well, it's, me- memory and moment it's,
1: it's funny because like okay so these top 10 picks and that are purely speculative and whatever but within the album depending on kind of what you're feeling I do have songs that a lot of the time I would maybe prefer to this yeah. but as one of the songs that I can keep playing and I know that I'll just get an enjoyment from it Yeah, it's up there
0: yeah. And also I think like, um, you get to a certain point Yeah, where it's the same with anything. Like, you know, you get the same a certain point with like writers or, you know, sportsmen or whatever it is where it's just like, they're just really, really good. And one thing isn't better than the other. And I think like, you know, all of our top songs from this year, I can't say we had to like give them a score out of 10. I couldn't really give them a score out of 10 and say that one is better than no. the other. We've kind of put them in some vague order, but basically we just love all of these songs. And mm-hmm. today, this is the order they're falling in. If we did this again in a month's time, we might have the same songs, but they might well be in a completely different order.
1: Mm. If anyone was interested, Radio Silence and My Willing Heart are up there with that song. Yeah. just Because I keep saying Three. But the yeah, those two. But I'm not going for that. I'm going for number eight, Timeless, for James Blake. <laughs> There with Timeless So, famous number 7 Is it all yours
0: And it's David Beckham I've obviously <laughs> um, No, so this is uh, Certainly my Wild card of the top 5 And, sorry, the top 10 My top 5 And one that, um, even now As I'm about to introduce it I'm looking at the ones that didn't get in the cut And thinking, have I made the right call here But what I had to go on basically was um, songs that when I've heard them start this year not when I've put them on but when I've heard it start when I've been somewhere I've just been immediately excited and smiling and dancing and just delighted to hear it um, and yeah this I think as we were alluding to earlier this will be the one that might surprise tracks listeners and I'm just going to say I'm just going to put it quite simply It's time to make the club go up Oh! It's time to shut the club down
1: Okay I thought you were going to put this in and I didn't know yeah. you did or not
0: It's Rinse and Repeat It's by Rinton featuring Car Low, I believe yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right Car Low. and it's just a massive tune and um, you know due to uh, personal circumstances. I've spent a lot of time out this year and like in clothes and things like that and like just... <laughs> <laughs> shut up. No, what I mean is like... Put you some clothes. <laughs> what I mean is like that's the kind of environment I've been in. So like in another year when I've been kind of uh, working hard and spending a lot of time uh, having a lot of downtime and chilling out, this might not have made my top five. Yeah. But when you're out and about loving life, and there's a song that is, I don't really like dance music. Well, so when there is a dance song that I really latch onto, that's kind of great. This is
1: the thing, like, when I heard, when you played this to me just before, I thought, I've definitely heard this. And I have no qualms with it being in the top ten, because it's, it's a really upbeat, good song. Especially in, if you're in that kind of, uh, what's the word? Yeah. Environment. Environment, yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah, exactly that. So I often am in that environment. I'm often kind of putting up with the music that is playing rather than loving it. And then this will come on, and I'm just like, oh, my God. It's like I remember um, a few years ago. Do you remember that? I might get this, the name of this artist wrong, but Martin Solveig or someone Solveig, mm-hmm. and he had a song called Hello. I just came to say hello.
1: Dude Yeah, 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 of course.
0: And your brother, Jack... Loves it. He still loves it to this day. Yeah. Absolutely adored it. Adored it at the time. Still loves it. And like we'd we'd often be in like those kind of places where like you're just you're putting up with the music. You're not enjoying it. And then that had come on, and he'd be up,
1: maybe waving song.
0: his arms around, going for it. And it's like when you really latch onto a song like that, yeah. it's like it's so good.
1: Mine is um, I think it's MIA. All I wanna do. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that kind of that thing. Song, I'm, I'm always there.
0: Yeah, and this is totally that for me. Um, so that's why it's made it into my uh, top 5. I think when I um you know in, when I'm an old man and I uh, think back not when I'm an old man but when I think back to 2016 and like try and remember what I was doing through that year this will be one of the songs that comes to mind. Um it's kind of uh symbolizes a lot of what I've been up to. So yeah. Let's give it a little whiz. It's uh, it's Rinton. Then we and repeat And it just goes on Oh, we be raving Up in the house <laughs> Pulled that one off, didn't I? Oh, no No, I know But we did have a little dance
1: We be raving
0: Yeah Well, that's the thing At first I thought Am I going to do this in an accent? And before the first syllable had ended I thought, I'm not I'm going to say it in my own voice Whether it works or not Um but that was
1: number seven. Yeah. So that's my number six. Number six. Righty-ho. So we're on number six. And this one originally was higher up the list for me. And um, Tim made a good point, which I was kind of battling with at one point, in that this is from an album that's just recently come out, and it's very fresh in my memory. I've played it every single day since. Uh, since last Friday or since last Thursday for me I know deep down that this is going to be one of my songs of this year Um, but I think what I was
0: trying to uh, sort of guide you against because it was something that I was very conscious of when I was picking my uh, selections was that, not that this isn't a great song and that you don't love it no, but like when you've just heard a song for the first time, for you know a few weeks, it's your favourite song there ever was. And then like, when you've sat with something a bit more... Like, yeah. there's, there's a song that very nearly made it in my... It didn't even make it in my top ten because of this reason, but it, it was this morning going to make it in my top five, which is by a guy called Connor Oberst. It's called uh, Gossamer Thin, which has only been out a couple of weeks. Mm. But I keep hearing it, and every time it makes me nearly want to cry because it's so like emotionally loaded and incredible but it's like will it still do that in six months will it actually be my favourite song of the year or is it just now I'm having a big response to it and that will wear off and then I'll think oh it's alright
1: well um so I'm just going to name the album so this makes sense but um Awaken My Love dropped last week by Charles Gambino and the reason why I'm sure about this song is because, because as an as a piece of work and as an album, I've had to listen to this many many times because on first listen, it was kind of it's it's a grower I would say although it hasn't taken me too long. It's one of these ones that I've shown people, I've shown you, I've shown people that I know. It's a you
0: it. also share. It's a grower and a shower. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I've shown this to people and they're not fans of it, but from every review I've heard and from for people I know that like it have all said that it's taken them a little time and it's taken them a little bit of understanding in what he's trying to do with the album. Yeah, And especially big Gambino fans may come into it and be like, what the fuck is this? And I have to tell you guys, please give it time. Because I think this is brilliant. This is an album of the year, though. So, I've gone for Redbone from that album. Um, this has been a song that I cannot stop playing. From the very, very first time I played it, I was in my kitchen. just uh, In fact, I've, I think I've talked about it before. But um, I was just doing a little jig and dancing, and my dad was kind of looking at me a bit strange. But um, I think this song is fucking brilliant like his whole the whole thing he's gone for this whole kind of funk album is for me just what I wanted from him because I think he's a great vocalist and the best thing about this thing is the instrumentation is like flawless and with this song it's just this really like there's layers to it and there's like these different parts and it ends on this um it kind of takes you away from the main theme of the song, and it ends with this. Um, I think I related it to "Late of the Pier." They have they had this kind of synth-y, uh '80s kind of thing with it, and he kind of does that. Although it's also this like '70s funkadelic kind of album, and his vocal as well. Where he like pitch change. He like pitch shifts it, so he's like, he, I thought it was a woman, yeah. And then I found out it was him, and his voice is just superb. This song is superb. Um, I really, really recommend people go and listen to the album and this song. Um, We'll get to it in a second. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So go nowhere, stay here. (laughs) There's not much more I can say about it. I just really want people to look into it. And when the first time you hear it, don't think... Well, you can think what you like, but... (laughs) Just be patient. Because...
0: Yeah, and I think, yeah. you know, something that maybe is where I've fallen down a little bit on the stuff that I've heard from this album, I haven't heard the whole album, is like going into it with preconceptions of like mm. what I expected or what I wanted, or I'm not quite sure where it is, but there's something that has fallen a little bit flat with me, slash some of the songs I've just thought were bad, like generally. I mean, bad. yeah, because. But like. It, it's a it's a body of work, and I totally get that. Yeah, you know, taking my, my things opinion, in isolation. Is my opinion
1: with that is, I've been in similar positions to you, where someone showed me something, and I'm not massively interested in. I haven't given it my attention, my full attention. Like when I showed you a couple of songs, I knew full well that this is not the way to go and show somebody some music when we're kind of researching other things, and and when you're not really listening to it, it does sound kind of cheesy yeah. and a bit. Yeah. But uh, it really has something about it, this album. It's a real piece of It's also just about whether art. something like initially lights you up. And I do get that. that I
0: sometimes um, get frustrated when I tell people about a certain artist or a certain album and say, go and listen to it, and they don't. And it's like, oh, my God, why didn't you listen yeah, to that? Exactly. You get but like, passionate about these things. But like at the same time, if they've listened to a little bit of it, and it hasn't made them. Oh my god! I, I really do want to go and listen to the rest. Then, like, I get that they just they haven't reacted to it in the same way as I have. But like, that's just different, different strokes. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, um, number six was it? You're on number six. Number six. So, Red Bone, Childish Gambino, going to the album. Okay. That's Redbone, Charles Gambino, number five.
0: Oh my God, we're over halfway. We're in the big These are our top five. Yeah. These are the big, big, big ones. These are the big old bollocks. (laughs) And I'm going to start the top five in a wholly predictable way. And I'm going to do it quite quickly as well because I feel like our listeners have heard enough of us eulogising about this artist and this record and everything about it. But um We wouldn't not put them in the top ten though, would we? No. It's Bonavere. Uh the album is obviously incredible, but the song that I've gone for is over soon. For me, it was the most immediate track on the album. It was I mean it was one of the first things I heard from it anyway, obviously. Yeah. But just I just love it. I just love it, love it, love it, love it. It's everything that, you know, it was a long-awaited comeback, and, um, you know, I was just talking about preconceptions and how sometimes they're a bad thing, but also when they're met so perfectly, they're the best thing, because when you know there's a new Bon record coming out and this drops, it's just ticks every box you could possibly imagine. It's a beautiful song, full of emotion. It takes me to beautiful moments it takes me on a journey I have kind of um i think quite a like it's one of those songs that you kind of grow a personal connection to and like i can
1: yeah.
0: it sounds weird but I was watching this um this documentary the other day about um like old people who have alzheimer's right so they can't they can't remember anything like they do not know what's going on they're living in like la la land. Like for some reason there's something about how your brain works that like they get these old people and they put a pair of headphones yeah, I've, on them I've seen it's called that. Alive Inside Yeah, and they put a pair of headphones on them and not only do they light up to songs that were around when they were in their 20s and they remember them and they love them but it also helps like bring out other stuff from their memory that they thought they had lost so suddenly they can talk about you know talk about their life when they were 20 years old as about mad tributes. as yeah and as mad as it sounds, like, I feel so I feel like I love this song so much and I feel so connected to it that like if I'm a ninety year old man with Alzheimer's and someone puts Bonavere over soon on some headphones, I will just suddenly reanimate and be like, Okay, I remember what's going on and this is a tune. So like
1: And it'll remind you of this crazy but quite important yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly whether I want to be reminded of it or not is another question but I'm gonna be yeah. Um, so yeah let's just play it you all know why we love this where are you gonna look for confirmation and if it's ever gonna happen so as I'm standing at the station
1: Cool Coolio Inglasius
0: Never say that again <laughs> But do give us Number four In Ooh, the
1: chart Is this working? Four Three Two Yeah it is Sorry yeah. maths is correct
0: You've got all the even numbers Just remember that much <laughs>
1: I do indeed Number four everybody So They were in the podcast last week It's Big Moon With The Road Did we talk about The Road last week? specific A little bit. Right. And with,
0: without wanting to sound completely uh arrogant and self indulgent. You will. But carry on. And smug. Like there is a little part of me that thinks we should um drop in the bit of the podcast when we first introduced the Big Moon to mm-hmm. us and our listeners purely because uh I remember I heard it for the first time I shazammed it I was like what is that I loved it and like I sat and listened to it like five or six times like oh my god this is so good and like I literally I think probably the only thing that I've ever the only song that I've ever sat and literally wrote notes about what I wanted to say about it on tracks Mm. because and I think I talked about like how each bit went on one after the other and how I just fucking loved it and I still do and this is one that um, was also in my top five but then we dropped out we compromised mm. it dropped out of my top five to go in your top five and something dropped out of
1: your top five to go in my top five yeah I just think um, like some some people listening might, might be oh come on we know about this bad, okay whatever but for us this year they've been so big and that they've been re- the biggest of moons they've been the biggest moon <laughs> um <laughs> It, I think just the reason why we talk about them so much is because we want people to. We really just want people to listen to them and yeah. love them as much as we do because there's something about them. I don't know if I can necessarily put my finger on it right now, but there's something about them that is just ticking all the boxes for me. Yeah, and they're you know they're winning all the awards for us. They are loved generally. They they're in a lot of uh, top tens and things for songs and all kinds of things but for us specifically they seem to be up there with the best things in music this year yeah sadly there was no album there will be next year um, which means we're so excited for that and it's only I think February or March or something yeah. so yeah that's why they're I mean they would be number what number they're number four <laughs> yeah I mean that's still pretty good like, yeah, I mean, I I had them under Redbone uh, earlier and I decided to change them just because I think, as we've said, they've gone all this time. I, I was waiting for you outside um, when you were getting the beers. I got here, the door was locked, I was not coming in. <laughs> so I, I sat outside and thought I'll go through some of my songs and I went through four of the ones I've got. I got to um, The Road. And after listening to... I hadn't done it to any of the other songs, but I replayed it and listened to it again. Just because it's... It's just
0: really good to listen to. Yeah, and you get... It's funny because, like, um, I do the same and it's partly because... um, Partly because I love the chorus so much that when the last chorus finishes and it kind of goes... The instrumental kind of drops a little bit and it kind of slows a little bit. I'm always left thinking, just give me one more chorus like that wasn't I just wanted one more mm. and then so you have to listen to again like I used to be like that um, with Vampire Weekend step like I always wanted another yeah. chorus on step and this is that like
1: and there's that do 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 that big drop kind of heavy bass line yeah. thing that comes in and it's just like it's just
0: brilliant it's just the way it builds and it's got all these different sections and it's just Every, it feels like there's so many different components to the song, but everyone I love had, just as much when it comes in.
1: How do you seen them before I did?
0: No, we saw them both. For so the first both time, time uh, the both Grace times K.
1: we've seen them, have yeah. been together. Yeah, there are proper tracks. Like they're just as oh, much yeah. of the crew as we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they are friends of the show, whether they know it or not. Because I thought you knew
1: beforehand. So so the fact that I found out that we basically all found out about them together just makes it even that more magical. Yeah.
0: That's what I mean. It's like... It was one of those songs that was... I brought it two tracks. I was so excited to play it to you. You loved it straight away. And
1: then we just kind of loved them together. Mm. (laughs) Like our own. they're our child. (laughs) So, number four. The Big Moon with the road. big moon with the road meaning number three is next Tim
0: and we're getting into the medal positions now
1: yeah we've got like, bronze coming
0: yeah. up I'm I'm starting to get nervous like yeah this is a lot um number three a song that just like we were talking about the big moon actually a song that I think more than any other this year I played on just a loop And maybe it was um, partly down to my personal emotional state this year. It's a kind of a song a little bit about heartbreak and that kind of thing. And like, I've had my fair share of that
1: this year. It hit you at the right time, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it hit me right between the eyes. (laughs) Right when I didn't need it. But I did need it. Um, The song is called A... 1,000 times, I will always maintain that there is a mistake in the title, because it's A, then the number 1,000, and then times. He
1: does sing a 1,000 times, though.
0: He does. Because he sings the word (laughs) in the number. Um, (laughs) But anyway, it's Hamilton Leithauser, formerly of The Walkman, and Rostam Fawley of Vampire Weekend. Yes. They came together to form an incredible little supergroup put out an album and the crowning glory of that album is the first single from it which is called A 1000 Times it's just beautiful it's
1: it's one of them ones that hits you pretty much the first listen yeah like you don't have to to get into it i don't think you have to really give it much time yeah and i remember when you i think you when you showed me the first time you said oh the you might not love the vocalist straight away. Yeah. But I think straight away I was definitely in on that. But and it, it had is... a very vampire 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 weekend feel to it.
0: I think that's the thing. So like that the vocal is very un Vampire Weekend. Yeah. And actually the first time we played it on this podcast, I said something that I now regret saying slightly, which was uh, when I listen to it, I can't help but like wonder or long to hear. Ezra's vocal on it. And actually the more I've grown with this song, the more I think actually he would be totally the wrong vocalist for it. I think Which is the, funny because the I think Yeah, I, I certainly can and it would be a great song in its own right, but actually the graveliness and the rasping kind of intensity that Hamilton Lighthouser brings to the track
1: separates it from a vampire Yeah, it, it totally
0: brings it into its own like it um it adds so much emotion that I'm not convinced Ezra Koenig as much as i love him as one of my all-time favorite vocalists. I don't think he would bring to this track what Hamilton does. Hmm. I think um it's it's just a perfectly formed thing and I think that's you know I I was never a Walkman fan um, but after hearing this song this album I went and listened to them and like it feels What's the Walkman side? The band that Hamilton Lighthouse used to be in okay uh, he was Hamilton, the lead singer know, of that so. band um, you would know a couple of songs but like relatively forgettable um, mm. but it feels like these kind of uh, two perfect pieces in a jigsaw you yeah, know obviously Rostam did amazing things with Vampire Weekend we love Vampire Weekend but it feels like these two were such a perfect match and mm. like, it's amazing that they
1: found each like, other yeah
0: if, if you didn't know this happened and you listened to a Vampire Weekend record and a Walkman record, you would think members from these two bands will not come together and make an incredible album. But they did. And like, it's just perfect. The, you know, like you say, the instrumental is quite different.
1: This is exciting for me because I didn't know there was an album. I yeah. thought it was a single release.
0: Yeah. No, it's, a, there is an album, which is, um, the title is a lyric from this song, I Had a Dream That You Were Mine um and it's just amazing this is very much like like i said the crowning glory i don't think anything ever quite reaches the heights that this does but it's an amazing piece of work still and like i mean we we talked about it way earlier in the year before this came out about how like um i think it might have even been on the Maccabees episode after they split up and we kind of we said uh yeah, you know, we'd always be interested in what the members of the Maccabees went and did afterwards, but it would never quite be mm. uh, a Maccabees record. What this has given me is the fact that actually there's a bit of hope there in there? Yeah, it, but it, it it made this song made me as excited for their uh, album to come out as a Vampire Weekend album because I love this song and that we're,
1: much. We're we're getting a Vampire Weekend album next year.
0: That is happening, and it will. I guarantee. It'd be funny to see ga- what
1: we what we miss with Rostam's departure
0: yeah but I'm going to put my money on that being album of the year next year really because I don't think a, I mean I you could basically choose it to be the album of the year yeah that's true <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a year where a Vampire Weekend album has come out and that wouldn't have been my number one album
1: yeah they they are they do stand out don't they every year
0: every time they put well,
1: fortunately up. I talk about like um, the Maccabees and that being like I'm losing that kind of band Vampire Weekend have been a constant in my life from the very yeah. same time as that
0: yeah. but anyway we're not talking about Vampire Weekend no. we're talking about Hamilton Lifehouser <laughs> L- and Rostam uh, we're talking about a great name times. by the way
1: Hamilton Lifehouser yeah
0: not only couldn't did, spell it not only is it like imagine having that name like, how, I, am, like I have to be like hi I'm Tim <laughs> I'm Tim Garrett it sounds a bit Hamilton. like Tim it sounds a bit like Tinned Carrot like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> rubbish. Imagine me like, hi, I'm Hamilton Leithauser. So like you're instantly ten times sexier than yeah. a tinned fucking carrot.
1: <laughs> um, hi, I'm Mushy Peas. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm bistor.
0: <laughs> um. Um, yeah this is um, a absolute favorite and I'm going to dedicate it to people who've had a little bit of heartbreak and a little bit of longing this year. It's all gonna be all right and enjoy this
1: song)
0: This really is the big time. This is top two songs of the year. And this is your number one.
1: Yeah. I feel like this has possibly been my number one since the first time I heard it. And I've always imagined it would be. So from then onwards, this has still kind of been up there and I've been waiting for something to kind of tip it over. But it hasn't really for me. Yeah. So the song I'm going for, and this is a big guy for us again, it's uh, Kanye West with Ultralight Beam from the album The Life of Pablo. Of course it is. We couldn't have a top 10 without Kanye being in there. A lot of people I think would think it would be number one, so yeah. I think people are quite surprised now, aren't you? Yep, yeah, you're surprised. And I'm still like, uh, probably a bit like you. mm
0: I'm still a little bit unsure whether we made the right decision by not making it number one. I would very happily have had Kanye number one.
1: I I think our top two are almost pretty much on par with each other. Interchangeable. definitely. Yeah. Uh, but we had to pick a number one. Yep. So, sorry. Um, but this song, for me... Apart from the album um my beautiful dark twisted fantasy spawn <laughs> um this has one of my favorite beginnings to a Kanye album yep um it is a oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that freaked me out <laughs> um, it is a perfect way to start an album Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, as we found out Chan- was it Chancellor um, Chancellor Bennett wrote this one though. and <laughs> this that from is the- Chance the Rapper this is on the Grammy
0: nominations list it was yeah. uh, oh, uh, what was it Best was- Hip Hop
1: Performance no it was just something about Best uh, Best Written mm. oh, okay mm. sorry, but sorry, it
0: was uh, Ultra Light Beam by Chancellor Bennett
1: yeah <laughs> like, who is that I was honestly a little bit gobsmacked I just I, I don't know why I never put that yeah i I don't know, I just never thought that.
0: Well, because Chance is a, di- a word in its own
1: right. Yeah, So exactly. I never thought it was, like, a shortened thing. And I think Chance the is a fucking great name. Yeah. But Chancellor, wow. <laughs> You're right, mate. Um, but, I mean, they both did a fucking... I mean, a, as much as Chance the Rapper, I'm amazed that none of his songs got into the top ten, necessarily. Um, he did a fucking great job in this one, so yep. technically he's up there. Yeah. Um... But I mean the Life of Pablo we'll see next week whether it's anywhere in the top ten, but it's an absolutely terrific album. It's a masterpiece. We, it's a masterpiece. And it starts off a masterpiece. Yeah. And believe it or not, a lot of the songs are on the same level as this. I think it I'm I think it
0: only drops from this level once or twice across yeah. the whole what, sixteen tracks?
1: there's a there's a few for me that um i could easily get rid of there's one specifically that i would i mean name it, it. it's the silver what is it oh, the yeah, yeah. it's just the little skit with the the guy yeah. on the phone i just don't like the guy's voice can't stand it yeah. and another one the one i would uh, get rid of tim is low lights. i just di- i every i skip it every time i disagree but i think it's I mean, it's fine because because like, I I'm, in, I'm into. Yeah. I like the way it the the song before bleeds into it, and I like yeah. the way that bleeds into the next song. Yeah. But I don't like what's in between those bleeds. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah. I I'm into this certain groove in the album, and then and then it just pushes me a mile back with this yeah. kind of. But I think he does that dreary. across the album. And
0: I do think it is like um, deliberate in that I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't want yeah. you to like it. Obviously, you want you know. Um, everyone's intention is that you enjoy sounds, this that's the plan to paraphrase adam buxton um but like i think the fact that sometimes it pushes you completely out of where you think you're going is deliberate it's like um, how in new slaves suddenly it breaks out into this like like this big gospel kind of glowing from the sky and then it goes back to the minimal thing i know that's the previous album but like, I think he does that on purpose, just to kind of jolt you back. I, it's I like, definitely, stay away stay I definitely wonk.
1: think that as well. I just do... I find it so preachy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I just cannot sit with it. Um, but we're not picking that one, unfortunately. <laughs> um, ultralight Beam in itself. I mean, I've learned every word of Chance the Rapper's part. And yeah. I think I just love it. Every time it comes on, I'm like, I went to Genius, I learned yeah. it. I just think... That's, I think it might be the first time we ever heard a chance as well. Yeah. I knew him roughly... I had um, Acid Rap um, on my tunes. I think I downloaded it when I heard of it. And I never um, really listened to it properly. So yeah. I'd heard of him, but I hadn't really given him much time, much of my sweet time. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know him at all. Like, no. But I'm. <laughs> thanks to Kanye and him introducing people to different artists... Um, he's made it into our top two by giving us this brilliant brilliant album yeah and And he needs this
0: (laughs) yeah he does at the moment and I think what's uh, great about this particular pick I didn't keep my Kanye track because I was happy for your Kanye track to be in I was going to do No More Parties in LA because that for me when I hear the when I hear the very first five seconds of that again I'm just so excited that it's playing but um Ultralight Beam I think is the It's the moment. It's of the, the album. staple
1: piece of the album, I yeah. think. It's
0: and also I love to remember um that I can't remember what TV show it was, maybe like SNL or whatever. The live performance they did with the big yeah, choir. Was that? Yeah. Um that was amazing. And like, you know, we talked earlier about how um we feel like a weird kind of sense of pride or whatever it is when we watch the big moon and like i think the perfect visual representation of how we feel about that is kanye if you watch him while chance is doing his verse kanye is just losing his mind he loves it so much and he's so happy that he's out there just smashing it and it's like that not only is that what uh, this song is about just that kind of joyousness but that's also just what about what loving music's about it's like just you can't contain yourself because you just love it
1: so much Mm. what a song and what a guy Yeezy 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 just jumped up to number two (laughs) just jumped over (laughs) Rustem I'm trying to keep my faith We on an ultralight beam We on an ultralight beam This is a God dream This is a God dream This is everything This is everything Deliver us serenity Deliver us peace Deliver us love we know we need it there at number two with Ultralight Beam. So, we're finally here, Tim. We're at the big number one spot. We are.
0: And uh, the more I think about it, the more I feel like this is a well-deserved spot yeah. for this song and this artist. And it does make me laugh a little bit that um, it's also a second tracks Award of the year. Indirectly for a certain man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and al- almost another. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous. Yeah,
0: maybe maybe a third. <laughs> no, it is a third. In fact. Yeah. For God's sake. Ignore that bit. There is one song that I think um, both of us got most excited about discovering this year, and it was the whole package of the song. It was um it was the video, it was uh the artists involved, it was the song itself, it was the time of year that it came out. Certainly for me, I remember um talking on tracks about the first time I'd heard it. I was um I had had an interesting night out, shall we say, and I'd woken up in the morning, the sun was Shining so bright, it was boiling hot. And I went to the shop and did my usual thing when I have a hangover. I bought myself a little Fanta. And I went and lay on the beach right by the water. Opened up my phone, went on Twitter, and I saw uh, the number two, the artist of the number two song in tracks, best songs of 2016, Kanye West had tweeted that this was his favourite song of the year. Mm. And I thought, what is this? I've never heard it. Never even heard of this person. And I clicked on it, and I lay there on the beach in the baking sun, sobering up with my headphones in, and I listened to Francis and the Lights, Friends, about five times in a row, and I immediately fell in love. I can just hear the beginning right now.
1: Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Boom boom boom! boom. It's just
0: and we should put it out there now that as much as it's a Francis and the Lights track, it does feature Kanye West and it does feature. It
1: opens up with (laughs) (laughs) Bonaparte, Mr. Justin Vernon, just starting off the track, and in the video, (laughs) Kanye West uh, in the video right at the beginning and the end as well. Yeah,
0: in a great like uh, embroidered black no silk jacket with like gold dragons on he looks great Um, but yeah I think um, again this is just one of this is the 2016 song again I don't know if that's a good description of why I love it so much or whether it's not
1: it's just the one that we've played happily just every time we've ever got together really yeah and it's been it's been out a while. And the more I think about it, is. it, when you heard that, that was around when you were at your granddad's, which means it was near Bolney, which means it was near Midsummer. June, July. Yeah. It was very much midsummer. It's been a while since then.
0: Ages. Yeah. yeah. And it's still it's had longevity as well, because I will uh, still listen to it just as happily now. Um and love it just as much now. It's never got old. Um and we should talk about the video a little bit because I do think mm. uh, I do think it adds to the package of the whole thing. Like because it uh, it comes every time I hear the song, that's part of my enjoyment. Remembering the fact that in this video, as you say, it starts out with Kanye West and then it pans round to Francis. He's dressed all in black on so a white background. Ah, uh, yeah, and then he gets up and he like sort of spins the chair around, and then he like does a weird walk across this white screen (laughs) and then he goes into like a black bit of the studio and continues to do a weird walk and then he kind of comes back and does a weird walk still (laughs) and then he goes and stands next to justin vernon
1: yeah i mean he stands kind of uh looking at the floor and then the the camera pans and slowly reveals justin vernon Yeah, and yeah the first time he showed me i was like because What's the because the funny thing is,
0: like, you're about two minutes into the song by this point, and I said, um, like, I said to you before, I put it on, like, this is the best video ever. You're gonna love it so much, and I think you had got about two minutes, two minutes thirty into it, and be like, what, what is this? Like, I don't care. This. this is boring. And then it comes around to Francis and Justin stood side by side and they proceed to go into like this brilliant little choreographed dance routine that drunkenly we have a number of times considered um <laughs> learning together we just know it wouldn't
1: look as good we
0: have potential
1: i think still
0: well i mean also the other thing is that this was very much going to be our uh, halloween Fancy dress, costume, you were going to be Justin, yeah. I was going to be Francis, and I still think we could pull that off like yeah. a dream. It doesn't even have to be Halloween, we just that, have to do it There's another sometime. Francis song there, like a dream. Okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, and we probably, that boat's probably sailed now, because if we did that next Halloween, people are going to be like, what? That's a really dated representative They'll either, I mean, they might not have got it this year, but even if they got, get I mean, they wouldn't year.
1: have got it because technically all I would have done is put some glasses on and wear the same jacket I always wear. The one you're wearing right now. Yes. <laughs> I wore it especially you for this episode. Should've had a hat. And the hat, yeah.
0: yeah. Hat and glasses and I'm done. Yeah. Maybe a bit of a fuller beard. Yeah. I can't do <laughs> about that. You just need like, talk.
1: really big hair. Yeah, yeah. Less which you can flatness. Do. But you're basically wearing exactly what he does anyway. Yeah, exactly. Just black stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to the song. What do you love about it? Because this was, um, there was no controversy about Picking this no. as number one. It was one that we both had in our top five. And uh, when I won the Rock, Paper, Scissors, you said, I think off mic, maybe it was on mic, I think it was off mic, uh, that you were totally happy with this being our number one song yeah. of the
1: year. So you weren't annoyed. So what um, it you love? I just like the... The kind of, the kind of wackiness of it. And... I mean the video helped with what I enjoyed about it for the first time because like, the first time I'd heard it was with the video. Yeah, they worked kind of hand in hand of how I saw it. Like I thought it was humorous. I like a little bit of humour in music occasionally. But I also it was when I would go and listen to the music alone from the video and it stood alone as a really good song. I mean we, we all we all knew that um Francis has that kind of um Justin Vernon esque vocal, yeah. Which I think before, I mean, I think I thought straight away that's that's Justin Vernon, and it ended up being him. But even when uh, Francis comes in, you still kind of think it might be Justin. Um, but I think it's pretty much all of it—from the vocals to the instrumentation to who's involved to the video. Everything around it. Like I said, it's, it's just- becoming—it's become like a phenomenon. Like seeing this. Uh, Chance Chance and uh, Francis and um yeah. Justin Vernon at I think Eau Claire Festival. Yeah. They did like a little rendition of it as well. Yeah. And you could hear Francis like, he can't fucking sing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um He he really didn't pull it off, but but it just looks so fun. Yeah. Like I wish I Chanc- could have. been like, there. Yeah, so Chance is on
0: stage, he's not in the song, but Chance is on stage for this song and he knows the dance routine better than the others yeah. and loves doing it more than the others do like it's
1: and everyone in the crowd's enjoying yeah. it the, the people behind them and that all trying to take part as well yeah. and it's just the fact that you see Justin Vernon who's quite this uh, cool character
0: yeah
1: calm and cool and collected and he's up there like throwing his uh, arms around doing yeah. like quite camp movements and doing this like whole kind of arm in the air walk away talk to the hand kind of yeah. thing and I always wonder really how much brilliant. convincing
0: it took yeah like whose idea it was and who said to so there's no way Justin was straight away it's like yep i being friends of Kanye
1: yeah that's how it happened yeah that's the kind of magic he brings <laughs> I met Kanye West I'm never gonna
0: fail exactly um but yeah it as we were doing this shortlist and as we've been going through this top 10, um, I've been sort of feeling nervous about not wanting to pick something that I'm not happy with as number one or like feeling like, let's get this right. Is Should that be there? Should that not be there? Now that we've got here and now we've talked about this song, I feel absolutely uh, 100% happy and convinced that this is the song of 2016. Yeah so let's play it we're going to finish the episode on it yep this has been uh, the Tracks Award 2016 part 2 song of the year episode number 39 I've been Tim I've been Harry and you've been our beautiful listeners thank you so much for tuning in we'll see you next week but until then it's Francis and the Lights featuring Kanye West and Bon Iver
1: it's friends yeah see you later bye bye come back next week for albums
0: could <laughs> be looking at you
1: from a freeway trailer if you'd handle what i take taken separate loads <laughs> separate calls, no fine it dead right